0: Professor Brian Gregerson yes. and Nancy gregerson in the house. Thank you guys for coming up and hanging out.
1: Yeah, it's, it's cool to see where it all all the magic happens. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, yeah, with the uh, le- uh soon, right? Legacy uh uh, uh Boyle Heights. Legacy Boyle Heights, owners of Legacy Boyle Heights, yeah. professor there, and um been teaching now you're uh, tell me your background, tell me. And how you got into jujitsu? In jujitsu, I,
1: w- I had a I had a uh, um, a close family member who was about five. Well, he well not was he still is five and a half years older than me. And uh-huh. so that person went to high school before me, and there was bullying and um, what do they call it? Called, taxing when it's like basically protection money, you know, more or less, where it's like I you know twenty bucks and you'll be safe kind uh-huh. of thing. Um, so just like con- where, where like was this at? Palos Verdes. Oh wow! Like, oh, yeah, of all, of all <laughs> places. We we had our really own. Rich. We had our own. St- yeah, yeah. We <laughs> had our own <laughs> other stuff. Other rich we kids. Had, we had uh, you know there's surf gangs. Yeah, yeah. Know, the Bay Boys and stuff. If yeah. you go there and, and you're not from there, they're gonna slash your tires. And my my dad was born in, in Glendale because there was no oh. hospitals. But he was oh, one wow. of the first uh, surfers in Palos Verdes. Oh. So they didn't have they didn't sorry this is a little aside but they didn't have um, surfboards widely available. So he'd take his mom's wooden ironing board and take the legs off, in and no then carry it, I mean, it's probably like 60 pounds, you know, and carry it down, no fins or anything like that, and they'd surf and whatever. So whenever these, like, bay boys, he's a surfing photographer now, so when he'd go down there, you know, where are you from, basically kind of thing, he's like, you know, it's like, but dude, I've been surfing here since before. Your dad was born. And like, okay, okay, you know, like that. Just, like, kind of, like, yeah. loser activity, yeah. you know. But no real, vi- the only real violence I remember from people like that was, like, I think someone threw a rock at someone's head one time, like adults, though, you know what I mean? Like, but children in adult bodies, I should uh. say. You know, but. So your,
0: your dad, your dad, your dad was a photographer? He still is, that's he what still he, is. Yeah, is. Okay. he hurt
1: his back a while, like, like years ago, and so he kinda had to leave the surfing game, and that was like the way his, he could still participate. Like, if uh, for example, if you couldn't do Jiu Jitsu anymore, you decide I'm gonna photograph it, because that's okay. how I can still. So, so he was able so to. Yeah, yeah, so you know, this, this person was being bullied, and I was like, okay, well, you know, the time is ticking, I'm going, and I in middle school I was a little bit heavy, I was a little chubby, mm. <laughs> if you can believe it. He's um, now I'm not super skinny, but, um, so yeah, I just, I, I knew I wanted to do something, and so this is like right when the internet came out, and you could get like these little kind of thirty-second clips here and there of these random things. But there was no, um, there was no system really to wait these video clips. For example, like aikido and judo mm. and different forms of karate and stuff like that. And I saw a few Jitsu things, but
0: what what year was this?
1: You know, I don't. I'm not good with. It was you know, years after Royce Gracie. This was yeah, but I d- wasn't aware. Oh, okay, you know, I was I was. V- it was a sheltered household, you know. There wasn't very much. There's lots of church. Surfing, of
0: no, food. no. I never cage surfed. Fights. I never. I, cage like, fights. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. no Surfing, no. Something yes, something
1: like that. And so, um, you know, I would kind of get these, like, these videos of like these exhibitions and stuff like that. And you'd see this person, like the Aikido, for example. They had the cool pants. You seen the pants? <laughs> like I wanted the pants.
0: Some say cool. Some say not so cool. Well, you know, when you're in seventh <laughs> grade and there's no the context, right, you know, right, like it's like that. Much. But you know, it, it's
1: cool because you see this guy grab another dude's hand, yeah. and that he. Yeah, yeah, for sure, it's and cool, it's like it looks cool. When you don't have, you know, any context of, of could, could this happen yeah. kind of thing. What, what did your mom do? She she was just, you know, a housewife kind of thing. Okay. My dad was an artist, he painted tile, he was a hand-painted oh, tile wow. guy. Yeah, so he was a surfer, you know, for fun, but that's how he
0: made it. And he anything. can't. He, he used to live in Glendale.
1: He was born there. He was, there was born was in Glendale. There was so little infrastructure in Palos Verdes when he, when he lived there that uh, people were landing planes where my grandma's house is now. Wow. He saw. Like PV Drive North, I don't know, it's probably a uh, small. It's small your mom, your
0: grandma, grandmother's. Is your mom's mom? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: And so he uh, he saw them like blow up the hill to build this road. That's wow. Like really f- you know, just like yeah, really yeah. been there Back for a in long, the day. long, time. And um, there wasn't nice. even school, so he had to be bussed out to Lomita and stuff like that. Oh, so wow. it was very little infrastructure. The the they probably moved there because the land was cheap and stuff. And nice. And so um, that's how they got nice. there. So you know, I saw these little these little clips and stuff, and it all looked impressive. But there's no way without having seen UFC, there's mm. no way of knowing. Honestly, I assumed all of it was real because mm. I mean the guy's flipping. Right, Why would he right, flip right. if you right. know? Now you can see you know the person wants it to be true or that you know whatever the, the case may be. But so I was really undecided, and, and in a sense that it was really good for um, for me when I saw uh, Walker Texas Ranger. Like I think I mentioned at that the black Morris. belt promotion ceremony because they had the Machado brothers on, mm. and I remember that it was the shows were always the same. They always start with. Someone getting kidnapped, mm. like this damsel in distress kind of thing or whatever. The whole team works to solve the crime, but it's somehow at the very end, Chuck Norris is separated from everybody. It's him versus whoever this guy in all black is, and there's, you know, he'll land a few shots, but there's going to be a spinning kick, and that's how, and so the episode really stood out to me because it was so different from all the other ones, and like I said, I was a little bit, I was a little bit hefty in middle school, um, you know, 13-minute mile kind of thing, you know what I mean? <laughs> so, um and so when I saw...
0: Something about it attracted you ma- that well you wanted I, to do I it. It was like, I could do it was that. that. It was that, that video with that. Chuck Norris and the Machado brothers. Yeah, that, I you're I, like, Man, that I
1: episode. You know, and I th- and I was, when I saw that, when I would see the spinning kicks, I'd be like, okay, that's cool, that works, but I can't do that. I can't move my body like that, unfortunately. But then when you see these guys kind of grab someone mm. and do these things that are it w- relative to spinning kicks, jujitsu is slow. And I was like, I can be slow. Like, that's, that's who I am right now. And mm. so that's how I got into it. And only after that did I... Know, understand its power. And but you searched out for the Machados? Well, that was the funny thing is that I, I remember it started with an M, but this is before TiVo, this is before anything on demand. Google. So you had to wait until, if you want to see an episode, you better watch every single episode until they replay everything. So I got to a point where I was getting a little bit old for the show, but I'd still continue to watch it, hoping... And I'd watch the first... Part. Oh, this isn't it. i turned turn it It off. was the Walker, Texas Ranger. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. And so I would keep watching the You beginning. know, it's a
0: funny story is uh, when I first... Uh, my first jiu-jitsu coach he was a Navy SEAL, and he trained with Carlos Machado. Uh. And then he moved... Or he went back to the Navy SEALs. And c- he, he was a student of Carlos Machado. And Carlos Machado moved to Texas. Yeah, he's in Texas. And so when mm-hmm. I... We're trying to, you know, keep our training up. And so we went to Texas one time oh, cool. and Carlos Machado's uh, gym was inside the Walker, Texas Ranger studio.
1: Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah.
0: Like Travis Lute, like all these old like these black belts, you know, like yeah, it ended no, up being t- a Tim Burl and all these like old school black belts uh, were, were in that like room. So you had to walk through the the the, the, the so set. Cool. Yeah. Wow. And then you got to the, you know, to the room and it was like blocked off with the sound and all that it was really so cool you
1: were you in new, Mexi- new mexico i was in new mexico so at the time I, w- I went
0: with a friend i was oh I, you know I was, I was probably 18 at the time yeah and then i watched him and he's just you know it's all white belts right and him the black belt right yeah. extraordinaire and then he's like lined everybody up and yeah. trained with every single person tapped every single person out yeah. and you know carlos machado if you you don't know if you know him but I just super super like good guy nice guy technical you know all, of course like all the machado, machado yeah. brothers so yeah so I had a Really good, uh, a big impression. Yeah. yeah, Gracie Baja, you know, and that, and that's how we ended up actually going to Gracie Baja in in Brazil. My friend, yeah, is because across Machado I was like, yeah, you need to get with the the Machado brothers, oh, not yeah. Machado brothers with uh, Gracie uh, Gracie Baja. You need to go to Gracie Baja in Rio in Baja.
1: That's super cool. Yeah, it's so funny how everyone somehow kind of gets into yeah interconnected. Yeah, so, sorry, so to Yeah, so I mean, but no, it's good, that and and it's just it's always good to hear how people got into this thing because we all end up in the same place, but the our starting points mm-hmm. are so mm-hmm. radically mm-hmm. different, which is one of the beauties of it. With all these people I'd never be friends yeah. with, not because I'm better or worse at it, but it's just like yeah. I don't know highway patrol officers, I don't know chefs. I's yeah. not you know, I was a teacher, yeah. I don't come in contact with them, but. And so yeah, long story short, that's kind of how it happened. And so I, I H- found how it. old are you uh, when uh, you started? At this point, I was well. I I did my research at. at so you're a teenager. I was eighth grade. Uh, so eighth grade, I was okay. Thirteen. Something 13. Like that. And then it, it kind of fell by the wayside. What Machado
0: gym did you find? Egan and
1: Hodger in Torrance on hundred ninetieth. Torrance, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So.
0: What um, year was that? Do you that think? That would
1: have been around two thousand, two thousand.
0: Two thousand.
1: So I rem- man. I remember a lot of these people. Like when they're talking about the Dirty Dozen, like man, I knew that guy. I
0: think yeah, I went there before that. I went there after that too. I think
1: there was a lot of people. Um, they they had had that
0: both of the spaces, and they went down to one
1: um i was i left before the downsizing oh okay but they had that and, and there's so many little magical moments people they get H-
0: machado had the socks on on the mat <sighs> and yeah. you know like i remember him walking come in <laughs> just with the top on <laughs> and, hey guys <laughs> <Like> <laughs> the sumbo, the sumbo rico rico uh, yeah. rico, rico Rodriguez Rodriguez there, yeah, is yeah, around yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so
1: like i remember just being a kid and i remember him kind of almost elephant like his he just, I mean, his legs were like this big around. And just, and everybody, and it was so casual back then too. Yeah, there was yeah. no professor, there was no, so when I took. It was a fight club kind of uh, yeah. environment for a, sure. A lot of the people at that gym ended up, or had already served time. Mm-hmm. Like, um, but it was really healthy for me to be around these, you know, Oh, there's men. good quality people too there yeah. for sure. Oh, of you know. course, you know, like there's yeah. lawyers, veterinarians, heart doctors, and then a few doctors, sketchy people. Police. So. Yeah, for yeah. sure. But you know, that's the beauty yeah. thing about jujitsu, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Is
0: that it gives everybody a chance. Yeah. And everybody's the same and then all this like yeah. there's no politics. It's just like yeah. your human spirit.
1: <laughs> and then yeah. one and then one of this guy who was teaching the kids' class, Mario Romero, who's a purple belt at the time. I m- remember seeing him get his, his brown belt and whatever, and then we disappeared and you know, I stopped training for a long time. And then I ended up running into him again. And now he's a fourth degree black belt and like, man, and he ended up teaching at our gym for a little while. And so it's just uh, yeah, strange yeah, yeah. how Mario then persona. also your paths can separate again and then rejoin again. And it's such a small world.
0: Yeah. And so I don't
1: Probably two and a half years. I got my blue belt. I think on my 16th birthday, something like that. Man, I was doing really well. Like five days a week, borrowing I my see mom's car in
0: Torrance. Okay, gotcha. And
1: yeah, so I'd borrow my mom's car. That was and my motivation. Wha- why'd you Why'd you stop? Because I hurt my shoulder, and I ah, no, one, that's right. no one told me about physical therapy. I thought okay. that when you're hurt, you stop doing the thing. And and even should've worse d- than that, shit, I came up to it I would have told you. Well, now. yeah, I should. <laughs> right. You know, like I so took like, the arm away. Keep going, yeah, man. I stopped. I stopped yeah. even using like opening doors. Where I stopped using, and so that made it worse. You know, and, and then when my students a lot long, like you know, 10, 11 years down the line, when they tried to get me to do it again, started using body weight again. Mm. It started getting better. It's like. Mm. Man, I'm, you know, I missed out Wish I would have known, yeah. You know, but it's okay. I did a kind lot of 20, stuff. 20, I was right? sitting at home doing nothing. You know, I was doing stuff, but.
0: And then you went to, you went to college. You became a teacher, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. You want to tell me.
1: Yeah, I always knew I wanted to be a teacher. It was just something that I gravitated towards. And so. Um, what, and why is
0: that? Somebody in your family?
1: I, I just felt like, you know, sometimes you just instinctively know what you're good at and what you're not good at. And I was always. I was not good at a lot of things. I was not good at sports. Mm. I tried, my mom put me in basketball and I tried all these different things, but it never, it never panned out tennis art class. It never was, was for me or whatever until jujitsu. And so, cause it's not, to me, it's not a sport. It's like my brain, your brain you know, my wisdom versus your wisdom or whatever. Mm. Um, and so mm-hmm. I just kinda, I, but I was always, I was good though at conveying knowledge in a way I think that is concise and in a way that people can understand. And so I always knew that I liked it and, um, and so I went to USC. I thought I was going to teach in PV, and um, and the grad program there was was basically for urban education, which is a nice way of saying really you know low income inner mm-hmm. city kind of whatever. And so that's what we were trained for. It's like okay, well I'll just do this instead.
0: And why did so you why did you gra- gravitate to teach was that? Because I had Especially to. Especially growing up in I uh, had to. Paulo Verdas. Yeah, so
1: <laughs> so I was I was at USC for undergrad, and then I got into to the master's program there immediately, and it was just convenient. I already had a place rented. I bl- you know I knew I I you know. I got a lot of recommendations from people who were already there, professors mm. who are already there and stuff. So I knew I could get in and be convenient. I already had my place and blah, blah, blah. And then I kind of, I d- told myself, oh, you can probably student teach where you want without really investigating. I kind of purposely keeping myself in the dark because I was scared, you know. I mean, going from where I came from to where I was student teaching was quite a difference. And um, and I fell in love with it. I fell in love with the kids. Because it's it's one of those things where uh, if you were, for example, to teach in Palos Verdes for Jiu-Jitsu or something mm. like that, it's like, you know, the, the rewards are cool, but there's very few risks, you know, and so the risks and the rewards are proportional to one another, and so the the less there is on the line, the less there is of craziness going on, the less kind of accomplished you'd feel coming home, because it's like, well, you know, a lot of kids, when they have that, the parental support, and they have the the literacy, and they grew up with books in the home, and stability, and whatever, you could, You could more or less leave them alone and they'll kind of educate themselves Mm -hmm. because they don't have to worry like that maslow's hierarchy of needs they don't have to worry about safety or am i going to eat or like you know single parent to fight for the the underdog exactly you know and so they would more or less be able to take care of themselves not because they're better people because because their access to things is so much greater and easier and safer and all that and so the 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 inverse is then true of, of teaching in the inner city where the risks are a lot greater both both emotional and and physical um, for both you and the students, Mm -hmm. but that also means that the high is greater and the rewards are greater. And so, yeah, you have a lot of failures, and Nancy, I'm sure, will have a lot of stories about that, too, because she experienced more or less the same thing, but um, it's more rewarding.
0: So, Nancy, your background, what was your education?
2: Yeah, I actually started um, in retail. Um, I started working super early, but at 18, I decided to go to education. So I have some, you know, similar, so um, during
0: high school and stuff, you, you, you were doing retail. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, retail actually and stuff?
2: I was 12 when I first had my <laughs> oh, first wow. job. An adventure <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> um, so, but that was like at a warehouse, you know, it was like a fashion, uh, company and I was doing downtown LA. Um, no, actually in Montebello where oh. my mom is from. Oh wow! So I, in, near our home there's all these like big warehouses and I used to walk um, from middle school to my house and I used to always see these warehouses and they had these big sample sales and um, I just met the owner and mm. I was like she was like hey do you want a job and I was like yeah <laughs> so, no yeah no so it was like school work you know since I was 12 more or less mm. and then when I was um, 16 I finally got like a legal you know job at my school actually um, so I was doing basically like customer service, you know for the parents and the kids in the school. Um, and then I started to do retail right away, like PacSun sun demo, all the, you know all these kind of um, uh, pretty um, you know like mall like kind yeah. of spots and then it was like the surf, the surf yeah, yeah. skateboarder <laughs> kind yeah. of. Yeah, but not exactly. the real not the
0: real yeah. not the cool guys but the right, kind of right a right, right. little bit
2: yeah. yeah and like demo was like a it was a old it's an old retail from pakistan and it was mm. like a hip-hop one like oh, so okay. like the echo brand so a, little more, and, a little more your, um, your yeah. <laughs> echo, okay. yeah, yeah you know all those like hip-hop brands yeah. um so yeah i actually started there and i ended up managing that place and then from there i, I went to a few other spots um but i also too i always knew i wanted to Help other people, and I think from the mentors that I had in high school and middle school, I, I knew I wanted to do something similar. Um, so yeah, mm-hmm. I got into it too. I, my first uh, experience was similar to Brian's. It was in the inner city, like in the middle of Watts. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was my first job. Like I always kind of go hard, you know, just like if I can survive can this, yeah. I so committed. Your
0: uh, your your parents your your parents are you're from. Your mom and dad from.
2: So my mom and dad are from Mexico. Um, My mom was brought here for schooling when she was like high school, Um, and then they came here like '95. So I was born here. We went back um, to Mexico City, and then we came back here in '95. Yeah. So I, I, yeah.
1: (laughs) Miss international.
2: (laughs) Yeah, a little bit. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so I started. my education uh, experience in, or my career in Watts, which is again in the middle, um, you know, just in that middle of that community, mm-hmm. and it was a similar experience to Brian. You know, I figured if I can uh, connect with these students, if I could do good in this place where I'm, you know, there were similarities um, based on ju- just what I saw with the students, with the parents, with my life, so I can connect yeah. with them, but. Uh, you know again I figured if I can do this if I can make an impact here then everywhere else I go you know I have like upper hand by doing the hardest thing now so that's kind of what I I decided to stick with that and for a couple of years and then from then on I knew I wanted to be a teacher of something you know teach something Um, unlike Brian I think he knew he wanted to teach history yeah. right away like you know you wanted to, to, to teach yeah. oh, okay he's like a historian him, so. you know i i know he's a t- he says he's a teacher but i think he's a historian i mean he you know he's yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sure.
1: but i think i major in like uh, like uh the polish Medieval Poland, I had no medieval idea. Slops, I don't even know, you know that. <laughs> you just wanted like to tell stories. You know? Yeah, to tell yeah, history, yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Give, give the in the hood and tell his stories.
1: I always knew, I always knew it was sort of a competition. And I think Nancy has a lot of, and you obviously have a lot of competition in you too. And you have to to make it that far in jiu-jitsu or in teaching in in difficult areas is the same thing where. People are weeded out, mm. you know, yes. and I you know, don't mean to compare people to weeds, but some people can make it and some people don't make mm. it, you know. I'm sure everybody has the capability of doing it, but for some reason or another, that doesn't happen, you know. But, um, uh, yeah, it's just, uh, um, there's a are competition. The, what
0: are the, what, and your, you know, how long how long you guys are educators? I mean, yeah. you've been teaching jiu-jitsu now for how long, how long, is, long is the?
1: How so the like three, so three, years? Three, for three years? Three years, yeah.
2: Three years, okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you yeah.
0: guys are teaching for how long?
2: Wow, so I, I for I me, eight. it's been, but altogether, so like from, you mean, like from high school all the way to jujitsu, it's been. Over, over a decade. Yeah, yeah something like that. Yeah, but
1: yeah. I, I, I guess go, I, what, what I meant to say about the, about the competition is that I always felt like when someone was teaching, teaching, teaching something, I always felt like I could do this better. And so so there was that competition of wanting to show, yes, I can do. And so it's kind of, it's kind of a bad motivation, you know, trying to be competitive with others instead of lifting each other up. But you know, you can't help it; you are who you are, or whatever. And so you try to turn it into something as positive as you can.
0: So I wanted to ask you, like, what what makes people, from your over decade experience of teaching, be successful and not successful, from a teacher's perspective?
1: (laughs)
2: <laughs> I I would say like um, they have to be able to adapt you know like I taught high school very early I mean I was man, I was 22 maybe so mm. that's something I might have changed uh, if I could go back but you know I taught high school um, when I was that young and I remember just trying to get the students to think for themselves so I would ask open questions like hey what do you think about this and, think and it was just themselves. kind of like this kind of uh, they were so used to being told that there was an answer or if you go on page 12 mm-hmm. You know, if you look at that paragraph under this, it'll tell you the answer. So they were so afraid to tell me what they would think, you know? Um, so that was one thing that I learned really quickly that so many of the students were already conditioned to not be able to speak up mm. about what they think, you know what I mean? Like they couldn't even say, like, well, I think this is fair or this is unfair, you know? So they were um, so conditioned, you know, again, to be right or wrong or to be ridiculed for being right or wrong. So. One thing that I noticed just from, you know, some of our students are, I mean, grown adults, not, you know, have kids, the people who we, um, who Things were in don't our Things not change, classrooms. right, even at, no. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah. And it, I think it was, for me, it was that, like, that some of them understood that they had that capability to be able to come up with solutions on their own, you know, or, or just create questions, or, um, you know, just kind of be able to think for themselves, or. Or to listen to you know you or go to Brian's class, go to Professor Albertos' class, go to my class, and then collect all of those lessons, collect all of those you know thoughts. Was he right? Was he wrong? Maybe mm-hmm. that, and then come up come with the, right. Position. And that was something that um, for the for the students that are successful, you know, went to school or or didn't go to school but are doing. Something on their own whether it's through social media or just like their own business is that they were able to adapt to so many personalities and Because they were able to adapt like they could sit through your class mm-hmm. without being disrespectful Even though maybe they didn't like you or they could sit through his mm-hmm. class. And they thought he was born But you know again this adaption so of were really hey, able to pivot and adapt right, to the exactly.
0: environment
2: Right that they didn't have to you know tell Brian With their attitudes Exactly yeah that was, attitudes. A, that was a big big thing that I tried to push on the high schoolers like hey it doesn't matter who you like in the school? You know, you treat each class and, and you respect the, the, the teacher, the educator who's trying to uh, give you their perspective, and you don't have to say, Oh, I don't like that guy, so no, I'm not going to listen to it. No, you listen to it, and then you develop your own understanding, you know, your own critiques of, you know, whatever. Try to
0: understand the teacher, yeah. the where he's coming from.
2: Exactly, yeah. And again, so many of them, they were so anti, you know, if you told them, take your pencil out, it's like, oh, okay, he's a jerk, you know, so it's just like, just take your pencil out, Matt, like, you just got to get through this, this is the way, um, for, you know, this is the way it works, and those people that were able to adapt, um, and were also able to vocalize any thoughts, even if they were wrong, or if they, you know, we've all said crazy things when we were young, or or wrong things, but they weren't afraid to at to least try. try it out, exactly, to try. yeah, so this adaption thing, and then this this thing of letting that fear of like, am I going to be right? Am I going to be wrong? You know, kind of just but, but just trying, Yeah, just kind of shake it off. And this is me and this is what I can come up with. And how I does it
0: translate like for an adult doing jujitsu, for example, um, of of uh, like you were saying about uh, being able to change, change your attitude and things? How does that translate to I a, a, like a jitsu class
1: as, as Nancy? you mean, as, as a student, as an adult, right? No. just generally spe- like as, as nancy was talking one of the things that my mind went to was like she's saying the idea of of adaptation and then when she mentioned adaptation my mind kind of went off on a little bit of a tangent where it's sort of like you know as a teacher and it's probably the same for you when someone walks in say a white you know a new white belt walks in or something like that or in our case a new student walks in you n- kind of know who's going to be the troublemaker and who's not right you kind of know who's going to be giving you pushback and who not and the real trick is to embrace that person immediately like for example i had a kid when I was, because my first school was in South LA, and I think it was the lowest performing school in in the state. And there was a kid that you just knew from the beginning. This is going to be a, this is going to be a long year. And so the first thing I did is I gave, I had, I owed the, I think the counselor like five dollars because she paid for something at some school event or something like that. So I took five dollars out of my wallet. This is a kid who's never been trusted by anybody in his whole life. Five dollars out of my wallet, put a little note to the, you know, Miss what, whoever I owed money to and let's just, I forget the kid's name, let's call him John, and it's like, hey, John, come over here, he's like, what, I didn't do, it." it's like, I didn't say you did anything, I need you over here, like, I need you to take this money, and I need you to go to the the counselor's office, you need to be back here in five minutes, it's 830, I need you back here at 835, can you do this for me, yeah, and he's back, and he delivered the money, he didn't take, and so, um, Making this person your ally as soon as possible is really helpful, but you can also apply that. I giving think giving them
0: a repetition to love up to, huh? exactly yeah, right. because
1: they, in their mind, they, d- they think that you don't know them. Of course, you've been warned by teachers, oh man, I have in seventh grade, and he was you know, like that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And so, but you can also, I think, apply that same type of thinking to, say, for example, positional, ch- like uh, in jujitsu, for example, up until uh, my end of my blue belt, I was only a guard player. Mm-hmm that's it because i had no choice when i first started went from being kind of husky to being tall and skinny, I went like this you know <laughs> it's like 135 pounds at six feet tall l- an inch shorter than i am now i'm 170 and i'm already i'm still skinny you know and so um i, I had to play guard i had no choice you know i, I was going to force my way on the top so um once i if i would sweep i would never want to sweep anybody because then i'm on top and now i'm screwed mm-hmm. you know and so it's the same thing it's like okay identify what my who's my biggest problem or in this case what position's my biggest problem okay what are your weaknesses top game right and so um you know i know you have a lot of students uh, you know rolling all the time but i think a lot of times you'll see me when i'm rolling in class i'm trying to pass guard and be on top as much as i can because i feel like my body at you know 170 six foot one is is tailor-made for bottom right right? and so what my my mindset is instead of making top my my enemy and this thing i want to avoid okay well if i'm naturally designed for a bottom game What if I just devoted, and this is what I did when I started training with you kind of mid-purple belt, what if I um, take this opportunity as a fresh start? Because I think if you had seen me train at Professor Mark's gym where I was spending more of my time at that that moment, um, you would have seen a guard player. And when I switched over here, I kind of changed my identity, but you didn't know because you didn't know me before. And my entire second half of purple belt, all my brown belt, and still to now, um, is I'm all about passing. I've taken this thing that I thought that I hated identified like okay i don't like this position because i don't i'm not good at it and so when you're when you become good at something then you start to like it well how do you become good at something you have to do it right and so i feel like some of these lessons getting
0: comfortable and uncomfortable and now you're comfortable you want to do the same like stuff that you're good at right that's what everybody's tendency is to do Mm -hmm. but then being able to pivot right and try stuff that you're not good at
1: and so the latest latest instructional i bought is half guard because i hate half guard okay there (laughs) you go now i'm going to be playing half guard (laughs) nice that's it
0: it. Nice. You know. Yeah. So be able, being able to do stuff that you're not good at and, 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 and yeah. change Just changing your mindset, right? Changing yeah. your mindset. Yeah, so being I able to pivot.
2: To, like To other parts in your life. Like, um, even though we were talking about adults, I'm thinking about um, one moment in my uh, jiu-jitsu kids class. Mm-hmm. There was, we had these, we had a strong girls team for some reason. Like, even though jiu-jitsu is mainly male dominant. Um, and these girls were being bullied by a younger boy. You know, he, let's say he was seven and they were 11, 12, 13. And they would come to me, and, um, and this is kind of my style of teaching, where they're coming to me, oh, you know, he's saying, I'm going to beat you, you know, you're a loser. And, and they always came to me and always telling me. And, you know, I sat them down and say, this is not the first time this is gonna to happen to you. This is not the first time a man's gonna come to you and say, oh, I can beat you, you know? And they're thinking as girls, well, oh, well, he's a boy and they see that he's shorter and yeah. he's smaller and he's, you know, this experience in life, right? But yet they're still so threatened by, you know, this image of, you know, um, you know, this boy and he wants to be dominant and he's mm-hmm. threatening. And um, so I told them, you know, why don't you, why don't you go ahead and ask him why he's saying that? You know, hey, why are you saying that to me? You know kind of, so it makes me think of like as an adult you know when when i started jujitsu you know because it's about dominance right and i didn't i experienced it a little bit when i was 16 i didn't like it um and then when i did it as an adult and i was being bullied essentially right by these other white belts that you know i was fresh and these other white belts you know they smell you and they're like i you mm-hmm. know i want to play with her stuff. <laughs> so, so yeah you know, it was it's a game of dominance and it was that you know my me looking back into what I try to teach my students is like, um, you know, trying to adapt to this, like, instead of being afraid and saying, oh, well, I wasn't good at that. Like, look at all these girls and boys. Growth, that being, growth
0: mindset uh, instead of fixed mindset. Right, <laughs> yeah. it's just like, oh, going back to all the yeah, It was like, I'm never going to bullied stuff. again. So they but got you. you. Know. So instead of having a fixed mindset, I'm the way I'm this way, right. and being able to change your and ha- have a growth mindset where you can a- right, adapt right. to whatever that well, comes. And, and
1: the thing that I think Nancy didn't mention at the end, so then she instructed the girls to go out and don't hold back, mm. and we got to beat this kid, you know. And and that was one of the things that I think I wouldn't have because I was more of a high school teacher, and sh- so I didn't have to deal with the same problems. She was more a primary school elementary, and so um, that was one thing that was really cool for me. Y- to you see. You were high school. Yeah. And so it was really cool. for You're me. in Watts as well. I was in South Central, and I was in East, like Boyle Heights.
0: Yeah, interesting.
1: Yeah, yeah. And so, um, uh, but that and then she, after she said that, now you need to go out and beat this kid, you know. And that was the cool thing about it too, is in, in it because my instinct was to, okay, I'm gonna go over and I'm gonna talk to the boy, and you can't blah blah blah. But her her perspective was so much more r- rooted in reality, and I think that's sort of a symptom of some of the complaints of people of our generation or al- and a little bit younger of of uh um and i don't think it's entirely our f- our fault but it's a different, a different subject but this sort of the symptom of of someone's gonna go and fix your problem mm. versus nancy saying like you think is the first time someone's gonna do this to you okay so this is gonna be a practice for you someone's saying these things to you and you need to go fix this she didn't go over to the boy and say a word mm. it's the exact opposite of what Ta-ta- i would have to done and she did them a much greater service than i would have done them i would have i would have been training them to go find a man or somebody to go mm. fix their problem for them, and that's not what she did. And I was like, oh, "That's really cool nice to that." You know. Nice.
0: Um, what high school was? Did you sh- teach at?
1: Um, I taught through like local district eight, which is um, uh, um, kind of near like uh, the one ten and the and the one hundred five. So, that, but that's Boyle Heights. So that was that was South. Cent- it was now major. it's called South LA, but it was okay. s- South Central. You know, basically. So the the neighborhood itself is. Yeah, it was right at kind of on the border of Gardena and LA. So the area itself was nice. But the students came from the north, which is right in the center of kind of where you don't want to be living. See. Um, and then um, I went to uh, to Boyle Heights, which is um, more of a um, you know, immigrant community and stuff like that. And
0: so Boyle Heights, w- that was there a high school there.
1: That was a high school as well, yeah. What
0: was the name of that high school? Mendez High School. Mendez. Okay. We
1: actually had a we had a jitsu club there too. Those oh, are the kids cool. that got me back into. Em. Oh, Mister, nice. Oh, I heard you. I heard you know self defense. Like yeah, a little bit. You know. So that's
0: what. So going to that. That's is that how how you found your way back to? Jiu-jitsu? That's how I got
1: back into it. So we stole the mats from the from the um, from the cheerleaders because they weren't using them on Fridays or something like that. So we would lay them out and we got a bunch of. Just like this motley crew of, of mm. kids who, n- again, back to the kind of the beauty of jiu-jitsu, bringing people together who normally would not uh, be associating with one right. another, um, and uh, and so we started doing that. We had tall girls, short boys, heavy girls, heavy boy, is skinny, everybody you can yeah. imagine. And my friend uh, Fred Simmons, um, he he uh, um, was his idea, I think, initially, and then they he told them to come harass me to help because mm. I think he was a blue belt from way back in the day. I mean, like you know. 96 something like that and i was a blue belt from 2003 and so with our kind of uh (laughs) frail memories together we could probably put a class together for the kids you know and that's what we ended up doing and so i told him from the beginning hey if my shoulder starts bugging me you got to leave me alone i'm not doing this anymore but as i started carrying weight on it and doing kind of body weight almost more like like tack fitty stuff versus you know lifting and stuff um just kind of using your own weight and your own motion and momentum to get that strength going and i was like i'm cured. Then I s- and then I went to uh, your gym, I think, uh, you know, GB Hollywood. And then you sold it for us Mark. Yeah, so you. With him.
0: <laughs> were you living in Hollywood uh, at the
1: time? No, town? I was living in downtown. I was making. Oh, quite you were in downtown? A, it was quite a trek, yeah. But I, I made the drive.
0: So, you had, how'd you find the gym? How, oh. Probably just Yelp or something. Yelp or Google. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: But it was so different when I came back i saw the black bars on the stripes with uh, and the black bars with the stripes right i was like oh man is this becoming kind of like taekwondoified right. and now i can kind of see some of the wisdom and i know you're not really a big stripe guy anyway maybe for like the white belts and stuff yeah because back in
0: the day you didn't really have the red have bar and all that yeah. it was just no. like you just had a black belt like my first black belt i, d- I didn't have the red bar and the yeah it was it's know, all
1: kind of it was all kind of different it was
0: raw like if you're a black yeah, belt right, if you're a A blue belt, if you're a purple belt, it meant (laughs) like a lot, you know, back
1: in those days. Yeah, you know, and and it was was such a special time, and it's one of those things where I think I was reading about like the music scene in New York in the 2000s, just got a cool new book on it, and they're talking about how we're all, potentially even right now, maybe you're living in your golden age right now, but you don't know it, and you'll know it 15 years Mm. down the road and be like, wow, those are the days or whatever, and so you should live your life as if this is the golden age right now. Um, I mean,
0: before the lockdown, I was kind (laughs) of grateful that, you know, I really... (laughs) Gave everything I had, you know, with like between the surges, taking the pictures and everybody's kind of like superstars, you know, Yeah. and then kind of just having those moments because you're like, Mm -hmm. come parties like, man, are we ever going to do jujitsu again on Mm -hmm. the mat? You know, like how it was. Right. Right. Because you start hearing people like the new normal and all this. You're like, what? You know, like. And so, yeah, it made, made me, like, su- like, appreciate, like, everything that we did do. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, man, that wa- those were the days, right? Yeah.
1: And the, unfortunately, those days were a month ago, you know, two months yeah. ago, yeah, or whatever right. it was. It's strange to think about that. So, But, yeah, when I came, I remember, like, thinking, like, the the stripes were weird. And mm. it's like, man, are they just patting us on the back? I yeah. wasn't sure what it was. Back we try to keep it old school, huh? Yeah, you here? do, you do yeah. right? And that was one of the things I really because,
0: liked. Because, yeah, you know, the grease ball. Like, you know, it's it's nice to have the stripes okay. and stuff, but you should just keep it, like, it real right like i could see it for white belts, some kind of organization you know? white belts are sure but then after that it's like it's when not you're, about when that right,
1: right. My, my white belt started to turn brown and it was dirty and then i got a new one and it was blue and then i had i remember this guy jair who would again always wear his socks back mm. to the sock theme or whatever and i remember his his brown belt was i mean it was threads mm. it was threads Okay, well, it's time for a black belt, and that's how you know. What's the difference, you know? Yeah. Um, and I remember when I came. Unless back, I unless to the
0: guy unless the guy gets his uh, his purple belt or brown belt and he starts like uh, yeah. sanding it, yeah. what are you sanding it down, right? So to make it look yeah. like that. Well, now they, right, right, they right. sell those too. They sell that. Don't <laughs> the they sell those Stone-washed uh, belts? Don't, don't they
1: sell Don't they sell pre-worn? Now? Uh, I don't
0: think so. I don't I think, th- think I they better not sell. I don't <laughs> think they would sell. I think they would get. They would I'm get not gonna name a name, but I think. Oh we're really? Someone
1: with one. But anyway. But yeah. So I don't. Kind of I weird. don't know if
0: they'd be selling those. You know, that would that would take a lot of flack. You people, know,
1: people get low. Yeah, yeah, I'm not gonna say, but. Um, yeah. I remember like one time like going for a straight footlock from the bottom, and I just and. I
0: guess then, it would be worse. Whoever buys that, right? right. Yeah. No. <laughs> I knew a guy in high
1: school would take his football helmet, and he was waiting for a carpool, and he's around the corner or whatever, and he'd take it and he'd crack it on the side of the concrete my friend walked on. he's like what do you oh nothing Guy never got to play but his mar- helmets all marked up so and, like it, and it looked
0: like uh it's like it's the like guys that make the cauliflower ear on their ears yeah. oh God. just so they look I'll like the white belts the white belts they do that to I'll, I'll never make get them look like their experience
1: yeah. I, n- I know one person like that i'll never get it purposely grinding like, that shit hurts man yeah <laughs> yeah <know>? for
0: sure <laughs> um but okay so you got to you got to start and so you found the gym in Hollywood, yeah, or yeah. Google or Yelp or whatever. Yeah,
1: something like that. And because that was the closest one at the time. So and I was still, I, I was still there. You were, you were there, but I, th- you know, the, it's. I was kind of phasing, th- out fading out it's, a little bit. Well, it sounds dumb to say, man, but I, I for some reason I purposely avoided going to your class. Uh. I didn't want to meet you, and I don't know why. It was very strange, but this is like yeah, a little insight. Because I was, I was there on
0: certain days, right? I think
1: you were there on Wednesdays, and I was like, I'm gonna okay. go Tuesdays and Thursdays then. <laughs> I don't who, know who, who
0: was, who was there.
1: Um, just some of your old students who used to train <laughs> here. Okay, um, gotcha. Uh, just some like colored belts. Was
0: it was Anthony there?
1: Oh, in terms of students, yeah, yeah. You know, I, yeah. I remember. I remember a few. I remember like Daniel Fernandez. I remember Professor Anthony. Yeah, yeah. Professor. Yeah. Anthony. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, I remember him being there, but a lot of people. You know, I mean, you know that a lot of people don't don't make it. Know, it's very, very difficult.
0: say but at the beginning, like they get weeded out, right?
1: But yeah, I kn- yeah, and in some of it's, you know, it's not everyone's not everyone's weak, you know. So they have a job. Or or no, a for sure, for you know, for but sure. But things life gets in the way. But for things sure. are Still things up. are the yeah. way they are, and and uh, you know, you have to not only have the motivation, but you have to have the time and the money as well. You know, um, but but yeah, so that was cool. I just, but I also remember like going for a footlock, and like some guy was standing my guard, and back in the day, I just I just reaped the crap out of his knee. Mm. I just. That's w- that was legal. We were doing yeah. heel hooks in the gi. It w- all these new rules. I was like, man, I don't. Kn- I was gonna quit because I was like, I don't know about this. Too old school. I was <laughs> a little old school. Yeah, um, but uh, but and I stayed. Then he gone. pivoted. I did. Yeah. Exactly right. I you changed, changed my mindset. Yeah, and I understand growth, now. Growth like, okay, mindset. you know, maybe maybe good, blue belt teacher shouldn't be, <laughs> yeah. shouldn't be reaping <laughs> knees, I guess, yeah. in the gi. But, you know. but yeah, so that's kind of where where that went. But yeah, it was it was a lot of fun.
0: Honestly, and then how did you guys meet? Were you at that gym or was it laughter?
2: Um, that was after, he introduced me to it. Well, he tried to get me to do it for a year or something. And then I went in. Oh,
0: so you guys met outside, outside of the
2: yeah, gym? Yeah, yeah, we yeah. We met through a mutual student. Oh, nice. um, I nice met sense. her when she was 12. I was doing like some volunteer work in her middle school. Oh. And I had, you know, still in touch with her since 12. And she ended up in his senior class.
1: Yeah. I had her as a junior and she's, she's going, going through some rough times them, so I was there for her during, during those and, and so, you were in so, touch yeah. with her from so the,
2: yeah I had been I'm still you know since 12 and and so then one day she's like hey you know I'm, I'm graduating and my teacher is taking me out to dinner Do you know can you chaperone me and I was like yeah, and my, I was so like, why? I'm not gonna go to this. Like, he's your teacher, and I was like, yeah.
1: is he she a didn't TV? know it was I'm a like, like, trap. So a it thing? was it was an engineered trap. So, so she th- planned it all out. Yeah. So the girl yeah. came Damn. to me. She was this is like say on like a Wednesday or something like that, and she was graduating on say a Friday, and so you know obviously you're not allowed to, and you should not be hanging out with your students if you're. A lot of teachers don't respect this, and they're in jail, <laughs> you know. But but you should you shouldn't you just shouldn't do right. that, right? And so I was like. Uh, she's like, you have to meet my friend. It's like, I can't date high schoolers, but thank you very much. You know, like, well, she's like, no, 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 my friend's a teacher. She's like, oh, okay. So she's like a real person. You know, like, okay, cool. Um, and I was just getting out of out of something, you know. And so she's like, you have to meet her. She's really cool. She's smart. You two will get along. Blah blah. blah. And I was like, and then you know, we basically hatched a plan because she was more or less graduated. She was hmm. going to graduate in like three days. And so I was like, okay, if you really want me to meet her, let's do it like this. Let's say, let's say this. Your graduation present, I'm going to take you out to a dinner in Chinatown. And you get to bring a friend, and if that friend is her, then you know. And so that's yeah. how we set it up. Okay. And so and so Nancy cool. was fooled into meeting me by us, by a, me and a high schooler. And so uh, we did, and we went, and it was a great time. She was three hours late.
0: The the I student. No oh, you I were. And
1: students. I hate that. I was about to be like, <laughs> this is not for me, and the, and was she was. Because she didn't know it was a trap.
0: Oh, I see, I see. I have no idea. I she see, was trying I to see. back
1: up, be like, this is your teacher, you have to do this.
2: Yeah, I, again, I've known her since she was 12, so I thought she was intimidated by the, or, you know, she... she, she you wanted like, it to be, you to right, so so like, handle like, okay, it, yeah. Like, you need to do this on your own. She's like, please.
0: It's like and then, then she kept texting you or something? Yeah,
2: she's like, please, it's the last favor, I'll ask of and I was like okay I'll go <laughs> so
0: they were super late and then w- and then what ha- and they oh both of you were
1: because they came together right, they, they were going to come oh. to my house and pick me up. so she was
0: convincing you the whole time right, or what
1: right, yeah so it was 3 hours I'm of convincing oh my god <laughs> you know so that's no that's idea. how it worked and then we took a few pictures all together and we took it on my phone and I was like oh let me text them to you and then What's your number what uh, <laughs> that's when she knew uh, as a Professor Brian <laughs> <Yeah>. techniques <laughs> yeah growth mindset growth mindset I even asked
2: Hey, like, he asked me my number, are you okay with that? You know, I didn't know what uh, was happening or if she uh, thought, like, right. this was something. But then I found out. I was then like, okay, knew. it all makes sense. And she happened. knew it was a setup. Yeah. Cool. We I were did. chaperoned by her for a couple of dates, and then, then I felt safe. Yeah, yeah, so yeah,
1: so that was that. And then we got That's married. Cool. Yeah, and then, <laughs> and then And then you
0: convinced her to do jiu-jitsu?
1: I was doing it for so long, and I don't know Yeah. What, maybe you remember what the breaking point was but why
2: well I think I was looking for a new exercise like I had been doing yoga you know since 16 you know I'd just been doing so, some some form of exercise and she was saying
1: she was saying uh, yeah I want to yeah it's just like i will come to jiu-jitsu oh, I'm looking for new exercise just do jiu-jitsu he was like, no I want something that's going to be hard and make me sweat <laughs> and I was like oh my god and he's like you need to come you know, I didn't summertime. know it,
2: it was <laughs> and so, so you difficult. went
0: to the the one on, on was it Gardner I
2: but, went to the one on Gardner yeah, okay. yeah. and that was my my, that experience that I told you where I was ha, like... And you
0: had never seen Jiu-Jitsu before?
2: I had seen it, but I... On um, YouTube. <laughs> it, no, I saw it when I was in community college. Like I was oh. 16 and I was um, hanging out with a few wrestlers. <laughs> she was
1: the score girl. She was, was like sco- the stats girl. The stats girl
2: for our wrestling team. And they did MMA in, in and Jiu-Jitsu in college.
1: College, okay. Um, gotcha. And they
2: did MMA and Jiu-Jitsu. So I tried it one time. I was 16. She
1: was high school Asian in college.
2: Yeah, yeah. She did her own. She did yeah, her yeah. education. So, yeah, I missed that. Nice. So I went to college while in high school to try and finish fast. Mm. So I was fairly young. So my, well, my boyfriend at the time was like, hey, come try jiu-jitsu. And I was like, okay, you know, so I was too young. And the man that they paired, I mean, I was 16. He must have been maybe 40. Mm. And we were doing a foot lock. And his feet were all over me. And, I, you know, I was yes. too immature. I, I couldn't deal with it. But then, you know, he introduced me to it. So changed she tried it yeah got bullied and i was like i need to be the bully but
1: she's super competitive <laughs> she can't stand it yeah, so even I if couldn't. she didn't like jiu-jitsu she would have done it anyway and so
0: you she you, you went to do class you did class and what yeah. was your what was your impression the the next time
2: uh, at professor
0: marks gym right right, the, right. Yeah. i was at yeah, professor I mark's gym. i just
2: i was so fascinated with how technical it was and i was looking at what they were doing and mm. i couldn't stop what was happening to me you know it was like you know being in the guard and on our mount yeah. and not being able to escape you know, this dominant, you know, 120-pound girl. And I was so confused by it, but at the same time, so mesmerized at uh, how technical and how yeah. efficient that's the Kinsu was. Ass. Yeah. It was. Right, yeah, exactly. And it was such a game to me. It was yeah. like chess. And that's really what She, what she had a reputation
1: of, of being incredibly violent.
2: Oh, well, okay. I was a scrappy white belt. Like, <laughs> uh, did you compete catch something? I did. I, I did maybe like pans, World. She got 30 pans. pans. Oh, nice. Um yeah. Uh, yeah, yes. I, I feel, I mean, I don't know if I'll try it ever again, but it was, um, the nerves were intense. I mean, like, my first fight, I gave it my all. The first
1: turn was the pants.
2: And it was it was the best fight I ever had, and then after that, it was like, my legs were numb, everything oh. was numb, I couldn't move. So, I ever since then, I've tried to recover, and I, again, I did the worlds and the pans right after that as a boo and, you know, I just, I can't, it just wasn't for me at the time, but... I'm not but you sure were a brand, you were
1: more or less a brand new blue belt going out into yeah, yeah. the war I mean, you know, you don't know, yeah, as an you know, adult. Again, so whole she did concept adult female mm-hmm. blue belt. I mean these are you know professionals, yeah. like you know so some
0: Mark's super technical too, right? So yeah. I'm sure that helps oh, yeah, the, yeah. the, the yeah. teachers and stuff, yeah. yeah.
2: And you know, he was my teacher for my entire white belt. So he I, was I would teaching I would
0: fundamentals Yeah, yeah. Stuff. So
2: I was training um you know, of course I couldn't I think the rule there was like three stripes and so I had to wait to to see Mark. Um, but I was with you and I think some, uh, a few other, but and if you, I did if you think about as kind as of
1: well. Mark Mark and her have almost like it's kind of a similar body type in the sense, obviously he's a, he's a really big dude, but you know, he's kind of more compact and strong and that's how she is versus me kind of drawn out mm. and not as strong. Stuff. You know, like, yeah. 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 I
2: learned some so, really good cool yeah, stuff. So
1: he gave me some good stuff too, but um, for sure.
0: And you were teaching for a while and then what was the, how, what, how did you pull the trigger to stop teaching at the, for the school system and open up your jujitsu gym well that, take that the was le- take the leap this is
1: this is going to be my i guess my controversial political statement of the day but it was the unions man it was the because what what happens is it's the you know i know there's a lot of complaints about police unions these days and protect mm. people who shouldn't be protected and it's true i you know regardless of where you're on the political spectrum mm. it that is true and it's the same in the teachers' unions, like these, p- you know, you, man, the union's standing up for people who you know are doing inappropriate things. Everybody knows this, but, you know, all that kind of stuff. And one of the things that they, that uh, a big victory for the unions, which in my opinion is not a victory for the students, um, is, uh, the tenure system. Mm. And so I, I started teaching in 2008. I got, I was one of the last hires of all USD right before the housing market crash. Mm. Um, And so I, I nabbed a contract and I was laid off at the end of that year. And then I got called by kind of like a semi-private organization. They hired me and then I got (laughs) laid off. And so every year I'd have to reapply for my own job, my own job, my own job. Um, I think, I think in my eight years or seven years of teaching, I think I taught at like five different schools and moving schools is traumatic. You know, it's like, you have to reestablish your reputation. You have to learn relationships. Oh my God. I mean, it really is very mentally and emotionally taxing. And so um, it just got to the point where, for example, when I was in Boyle Heights and we did the um, you know, the state testing or whatever, um, like my student pr- proficiency and advanced rate was 43%. So 43% of my students tested um, advanced and proficient. And that was um, twice as high as as anybody else, like literally double by w- short 1%, which always bothered me. But um, again, back to the kind of competition, like I couldn't be satisfied with almost double. Like I had to have, you know 44 but um i was close and then you know and then it, you know people would say oh it's just because he's you know, social studies is easier it's like no relative yeah. to the whole district i'm the only teacher who also scored above district average mm. so now you can't say that you know um and so um i was man i was killing myself trying to just do these things that were more relevant to the students that would h- somehow you know, because you have a lot of minority students, and when you look at history books, it's mostly white people. And it and I didn't think it mattered. That was one of the things that changed in my mind. Like, who cares? Like, you know, I don't identify with Martin Van Buren. I don't care either. But I still remember. But there is something about hearing your own story mm-hmm. and seeing yourself. And so. Um, I, I killed myself trying to make sure that there was a connection between the students' lives, and, and that's how you make. It, that's how you do it. You have to make it relevant to them as best you can, mm-hmm. uh, which is I think why people do so poorly in math too, because no one ever takes the time. Whenever you ask the math teacher, "What are we gonna use this for?" They always get mad, don't they? Well, why mm-hmm. do they want? people with a good answer don't get mad? Right. do they? <laughs> am right. I right? right? You know, if, if, if exactly. I said, "Oh, professor, why am I doing half guard like this way?" You wouldn't storm off and be no, like, "Don't ask explain, that." No, yeah. s- explain. Yeah, do my best to
0: explain why. Right, because you have from a my good answer. Yeah, you have a good answer. Experi- right? It's experience, experience. right? Experience. You have a, you have experience
1: yeah. and you have a good answer. If someone asks you a question, and you have if a good you don't answer, know, like
0: you you know, you try to answer. You, go and you find yeah, out. Yeah, that's it. Exactly right. I'll find out though for you.
1: And so I, you know, doing all this, doing all this, doing all this, and every year I'd get laid off, and then there's. You know, without naming names, but there was a there was a teacher on the second floor. His students got two percent advanced and proficient, compared to forty four. And this guy gets to stay, and I have to go. And so, and it's because, and I was so upset. And I would say, man, the district, f- you know, screw the district, and blah, blah blah. And my friends had to break the news to me. It's like, you do a better job, you you cost less because you get more money the more years you have, and and the students want you, the parents want you, the staff wants you. What's the last factor? It's the union. So everybody wanted to keep me. I did a better job and I was cheaper, which, okay, that's, I'll take that. You know, I'll, I'll work my, up like my way up like everybody else. But then you see, because of this, this system that has been enforced by the union that's designed to protect older people, and it's created and run by older people, so of course it is. It's designed to perpetuate itself. Um, you just get sick of it. And that's what happened. I got transferred to the last school. I burned down immediately, and I was like, I, I have to leave. You know, I can't I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna start doing more damage than I'm doing harm, which I think is another thing that is true between police and teachers is there is such thing as doing something for too long. And you do need to change adaptive mindset. <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? You true. have to you like you're saying, you have to adapt as as you're changing. And I and I thankfully I had the wherewithal to recognize I remember this one kid like just looking at him and I remember having a sensation of wanting to be violent towards him. I'm like, that's done. it. I'm out. And yeah. that's when I, that's when I said I was out, yeah. you know. And uh, obviously I never car- would have done that, you car- know. Car- but yeah. the yeah. fact that I started car- thinking yeah. about it, yeah. that's not what I'm here for. Yeah. It's time for me to go. Yeah. And I think it's the same thing with police and teachers and a lot of other industries too. Um, but and again, I, I, f- I feel that unions are necessary in some capacity and stuff like that. But not to the extent where their 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 sole purpose is to perpetuate themselves. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's why I left <laughs> Gotcha.
0: <laughs> and then uh, you guys are married. We had that already
1: um, yes. yes yes barely
0: and so what made you what made you a I want do instead of switching professions you're back to teaching again in a different <laughs> format <laughs> we,
1: now you can do it under your own your own you have now the control mm-hmm. and you don't have to um you could do such a better job you know imagine you're you know you're imagine you're a teacher and your principal did your job and now has moved up to, right. to administration right. and let's say that you're performance uh marks are better than his or hers ever were and now he or she is telling you what to do Mm -hmm. and it's like i just have to because really and and nancy's probably a better resource to talk on this because really i think if you put her in charge of some sort of educational system whatever the whole thing would be torn down and rebuilt in a way that's useful
0: i mean it's kind of crazy with this the COVID situation and the kids like i mean i don't know if we're gonna have our kids go back if they have to wear masks and have to have like dividers in between there were it's desks it's and weird. stuff, plexiglass, like, I don't know. I'd rather right. have like them, a camp, like a yeah, you know, I'd rather so have systematic. them just homeschooled, get a tutor and have them homeschooled, you know? Yeah.
1: We're available. <laughs> <Yeah>. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> they'll be in great they'll be in great. Nice, desk. and then yeah. they can do jiu yeah. boom, we're yeah. covered. We can do PE. There everything. we go, there we um, go. You know, I, think she she was was, uh, I think
2: for me, you know, he left, he left the system before I did. Um, I was working in charter schools, so it was similar, similar idea of just, like, You know getting overworked Um, especially the charter schools they they uh, purposely got like really young teachers who were ambitious and who wanted to change the world Mm -hmm. and they would even give you the keys to the school like oh look at this perk you know so Mm -hmm. I would work countless of hours um, countless hours but the the test was a big deal you know I was in in this class with the uh, third graders and this new common core thing came in and I had to teach these third graders how to do a college paper essentially how to cite Sources how to write a three-page paper with APA citations and like and then meanwhile, you know I'm looking around my room, and you know, I have a kid here who's um, Emotionally battered, you know from home trauma and you know all of these kind of You know beautiful souls seeking help and love you know, and yet administration is like testing 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 testing, you know again these are third graders and when you look at a third grader I don't see the need for why he needs to cite you know, sources to his paper, you know, back to the thinking, hey, let's create some thoughts on a piece of paper before I have you tell me what, you know, these historians told you on this piece of paper. So that was my last straw, where I, You know, I had this tough, um, I had a tough class and it wasn't uh, tough for me emotionally, it was more of like, I can't even help you the way I should be helping you. And that was when, again, similar yeah. idea where like, hey, let's open a place where we can teach on our own terms and not have to neglect. You know, like if you, ca- like again, coming back to your roles as a teacher, it's like, and you experience this probably too, when a, an adult comes in, you're not just their jiu-jitsu professor, you're their friend, you're their counselor, you're their mentor, you know, you're so much more. Yeah. Um, and this was just an opportunity to do that freely yeah. without having an administrator knock on your door like, hey, are you doing fractions at 12.30?
1: Because that's, <laughs> it, in, and I think it was you, Nancy. You, you guys
0: watched uh, Scott and the Tackford Creators uh, TED Talk? Uh. About oh. the different ty- the learning styles and oh, his right, learning right, right. disabilities, have you seen that? I don't know. I think you, should, you, should, you should watch it.
2: Yeah, yeah, but I have heard of that that concept of just like different
0: teaching styles. But well, the different the learning learning styles, like he was like the, the modalities. Sex- yeah, you know, oh, like yeah, right. a, you know, you know, like right, you f- you learn through touch, and so right, he found his right, learning right, style right. through martial arts. Oh, cool,
1: cool.
2: Yeah,
0: like through that way, oh, right. he had, and and then you know, he's like right. this genius.
2: Yeah. Right, this new way. Right now it just reminds, I, it hit me i was in instead
0: of like you know being in you know class the class yeah. the, the the you know sitting down the in structure. a chair right, right. right like not moving yeah. not doing anything yeah.
2: i always remember this i was in oakland uh inner city uh, with the chinese population like 32 mm-hmm. kids i had like 28 boys mm-hmm. middle schoolers <laughs> seven eighth grade and it's then the rest nice. of, yeah, it yeah smells wonderful nice. and a few girls and i remember i had them do presentations like hey just go speak you know prepare little instruction just and the administration comes in and she's like what's happening and yeah. i was like oh they're doing presentations you know they're you know i had a whole lesson plan you know everything i'm yeah, supposed yeah. to do oh we don't do that here you yeah know, they sit and you talk yeah, and that's you know amazing. another eye-opening thing we're like oh you know we're cu- again this back to this like you know this like there's, only, one, there's, only, one way. there's only there's only one way there's only one way there's only one answer there is no, you know,
0: everybody gets treated right. treated the yeah. same everybody learns right. the same way right. no, no seeing uh, how you're interacting with them, how, se- yeah. how they're responding right. that was really exactly with the yeah. intent of trying to help right. them learn, yeah, yeah. right?
2: Yeah, even these third graders, I get this is something burned in my memory. At the beginning of class, I mean of the year, they would say, you know, they would be playful. And I'm like, hey guys, not right now. And then it was summertime, you know, like fall. Hey guys, not right now. I'm so sorry. Not right now, not right now, not right now. And it was the end of the year, and I'm catching myself still saying hey guys, not right now. And it was, again, it was a tough thing when the third grader, you know, you again, just want to they them. just, all you wanna do it is spread. Right, they wanna have <laughs> fun, they, <laughs> you know? they're so joyful. And you know, again, a kid should do that. You don't yeah. wanna, you know, I, it's just like uh, the image of like cutting their wings, you know, they're cre- and, and but I was just told not to do that. You know, there's no yeah. time for that. There's no time for them to be human and create uh, relationships. And then you see bullies and all that. Well, why do you think? They can't even talk to each other. They can't play with each
1: other. They can't groom each other. You know, they yeah. can't. <laughs> well, the last school I was at, one of my
0: kind of last straws. It's going to be less of that, right, if yeah. that, with the, with yeah, the social yeah, distancing.
1: With yeah. exactly. <laughs> one but of my last straws is very similar to that, where, like, my one of the things I did differently in my class, especially when you have a challenge, uh, challenged group like we both worked with, was I took the entire first two weeks, and we didn't do any school. We just did, uh, like, making moral decisions and in and, and communication, whatever. And I remember the principal coming at the end of the this guy couldn't stand he came <laughs> in at the end of the end of the day and after his observation he's like yeah at this school you know we start instruction right away and it's like but it's like dude like he wants to build this castle and it's just on sand you know it's like I, I, mean, I can't start telling you about the war of 1812 and asking you to stay in your seat if we don't know each other right, yet. right. and so you're taking
0: i'm you're building culture that's how
1: it's i got the results i got yeah right. that's like that's how right. i got right. the All results i got yeah. and he's and he's still wondering to this day why their school s- scores have you guys sh- <laughs> have you guys
0: read the book the talent code and they talk about have you you know the school kip, uh Knowledge right, is right, power. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what's, it, what's it yeah, what's called? Yeah, the charter school to yeah, to yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, He talks about it in there and like why they you know, the different types of learning, right? right and how right, they right. it might it's a myelinization, right? Getting yeah. for an athlete to learn techniques or whatever, you know, to yeah, yeah. like these world class like violinists and right, just right, how right. to learn and it's like the culture, right? And so you're kinda
1: building yeah, culture. Too, right. Exposure right. to other things other than books, material, and right. Right. The th- the thing that it seems like the people don't get in in the U.S. is you know you can and you have how old are your kids? Uh,
0: my son is he just turned thirteen and my girls are uh, eleven and a half.
1: So you've experienced state testing and all this, right? You know anything about that? Okay. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. The, the I mean, it's just yeah. like
0: the Common Core and all this. Uh, yeah, you're right. Like I don't get it. You know.
1: Yeah. The, the, the <laughs> I don't understand. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. what's this? The you common know. Core for history <laughs> is I good, uh, but but okay. I get I get what they're trying to do. I just
0: <laughs> walk away. I let it deep. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I'm yeah. Like you know. what?
1: But yeah. it's it's the, the thing that's so weird is you keep on hearing like you know, and you've probably heard this too, oh, but the scores in Korea, they're smoking us in match, Japan, blah blah blah. But you think about it, where do people from all over the world come? They come here. So there's a disconnect between yeah, our scores are lower, but why are all these places with incredibly high scores, why are they all the best and brightest coming here? And so it's like, why haven't you understood the test scores are not why people are coming here we do one of the things that we do better in the united states is that we have a high tolerance of failure and if you go to some like for example asian countries and stuff like that if you don't get it right there's going to be a lot of consequences socially familially and stuff like that i heard in
0: japan they don't uh there's no testing until like sixth or seventh right, or eighth, right, eighth grade right, isn't, right. like, right.
1: elementary school only moral development, basically? Right, 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 yeah. character right. development. Yeah. And yeah. then it's exactly. not until yeah. later
0: yeah. years yes. that you get, yeah. <laughs> you actually, there's tests and stuff. Right. And so now we like have a bunch of people. building that culture, right? right?
1: Yeah, who don't know who they are and don't know how to behave. But, yeah, maybe they can do some fractions or something, you know what I mean? But, um, yeah. uh, it's, but it, it, it doesn't catch anybody's attention that all these best and brightest from all these other supposedly high-scoring countries are My
0: perspective here. is the main thing is, like, self-esteem, you know, like what they think of themselves. Yeah. Um, which you build with like a jiu-jitsu like community and family and right like you know mentors and things like that right, right? right. um yeah.
1: man if i were in charge of jiu-jitsu it would definitely be par- I know, you so know I and mean, i'm sure we're all the same mind but it'd be mandatory because it's it's yeah. Like yeah yeah for sure it for changes sure. so much well you yeah. have to have
0: different things for different people right because yeah. people right. learn differently right, mm-hmm. right. so i don't want it for one you yeah. know but i, I love tack fit because ta- you can do everything with tack fit right, right. so if somebody doesn't like Somebody sweating in their eye or something it's okay right it's okay, <laughs> right? It's okay. Yeah. Yeah. but you still have you it? still have those things you know yeah. those yeah. elements that you gain from martial arts and that
1: like even then with jiu-jitsu even beyond the education and the and it's it's in for I was telling explain to my dad who's never done anything even mm. close to that um, and explaining why it's so cool and it's it's it literally informs every action and interaction I have with somebody you know it, in the past you know maybe you'd see someone uh, who looked like desperate or in need or something like that. And you would avoid that person because, oh man, who knows what those are. And I don't feel uncomfortable. Like when I'm teaching at the difficult schools or whatever, I never felt unsafe really because I knew it's sort of, again, back to that Maslow's hierarchy at the bottom. I always felt like I was safe, Yeah, you know? And I feel like, again, maybe the police could also benefit from that because it's, you know, of course right. you're going to pull your gun if you feel scared, if right. you feel your life's going to feel in right. danger if someone is going to, if someone pushes you because you don't know how to handle someone right. pushing right. you. Right. You know or and yeah. yeah you know that and I ha- <laughs> I have I have a f- you know my uncle's one of them was a, is a retired sheriff the other one is retired federal police officer so I'm not knocking them by any means but I just can't imagine doing that job and not knowing how to control somebody.
0: No, for sure it should be like you know. mandatory. Like yeah. in Abu Dhabi, I think that if you're a, uh, an officer you need to be a black belt in jujitsu. Yeah.
1: That's a high bar.
0: Yeah. Wow. I th- I think something I heard I heard I'm not sure if it's sure but. You Something. know, like they have, they have, they have a city. They have yeah. a lot of uh, black belts there. Yeah. like right. a, yeah, a training, and they have it in the schools as well. So,
2: well, it's like the it prevents,
0: world. right? It prevents like right. bad, really bad stuff from happening right. for yourself, and then also for the other person, right? right. Exactly. right. Exactly. So a lot of things can be avoided. I, I agree. You know, I what agree. Do you,
1: I wanted to ask you your opinion on this because I know one of the big things right now, especially in the news, with um, you know the Floyd killing and stuff like that, where they're banning chokeholds, and it just seems like. Yeah, it, it seems like I don't, like know, I don't, if I don't know if you
0: what, watched uh, jo- what's his Jaco uh, Jaco oh, uh, uh, yeah. on Joe Rogan, Wait, you know. Really? But basically, you know, like yeah, yeah. So like, you know, man, it's crazy. You know, like it's about knowing how to do it. Yeah, and that's people making the rules that don't understand. Right. Yeah, what this is, that's actually the best thing. It's so much Like you have a yeah, it's the best way. You know, yeah. for example, like if you have a, a drunk friend, yeah. do you want to like break his face by yeah. punching yeah. him out till he's yeah. knocked out, or yeah. do you want to be able to choke him out and yeah. be like, hey, dude? know relax and, and you know you can just yeah. take him out like that but yeah. if you don't know when he goes to sleep or not goes you know they, you, then that's that's the issue yeah. right so it's yeah. about training people properly it's not making these rules like that it's really bad you know actually yeah. but you know again it comes back to the training if people have the training or it's ma- it needs to be mandatory somehow yeah that and they it, do and that you it know? brings
1: up one of the cool things i really like following like john danaher's stuff is i just like the way he breaks the right. way he thinks is the way I uh-huh. try to think. Uh-huh. And and one of the distinctions he makes, and you can see it is plainly in the way the laws are written when they say chokeholds. And he's like, a choke is when you cut off air. Right. Nobody does that and you right. shouldn't do it. A strangle is when you cut off liquid. Strangles should be encouraged I- in the right situation. Right. Chokeholds, of course, we be banned. For every, you don't want to drop pressure on someone's trachea and mm-hmm. break their larynx or whatever. you know, And so even you can see there's, uh, there's confusion. Lawmakers making rules, and they don't even know what the words mean. Right. Well, they're not experts. Well, it's like yeah. the referees
0: in the UFC, right? Like the ref—not the referees—the the judges, yeah. right. and they don't ha- understand what MMA is, yeah. and they have no idea about jujitsu, yeah. right? Man, at <laughs> the be- I think it's getting better now, right? Yeah, but yeah. it's like those same things; those right. guys are making the rules, right. so you know. It's, it's, so I don't, you know, obviously I don't think that's that's right, you know, and it's a kind of counterproductive, yeah. and doesn't help the situation. But you know, I mean, everybody's f- on the free will to come in and, and try the on their yeah. own, right? And so. Hopefully, I think the situation could just gets better, you know. Yeah. Um, but it's uh, it's it's not an easy solution, right? Because no. like they have they offer training, right? But like it's like the ego, right? Too like like speaking of the growth mindset We've and being able to, to being LAD. able to yeah nobody right right right. So it's kind of like like letting go of like hey to be humbled, but it actually makes you a better person too, right? Because you're able to handle the the stress and being in bad positions, yeah. right?
2: Well, and stay inter- calm under pressure. Yeah. Yeah. The intervention. The intervention is attempted after they become experts right. at being something.
0: Right. Right. Where the intervention
2: should become before it's Right. Be right. For
0: sure, for sure. For sure. And for sure. For I think
2: that's. I think that's common in every like uh, any social service that usually happens. The intervention, yeah. the fixing, the the expertise, the experience comes after you're certified yeah. and welcome yeah. to work um,
1: for the public. Yeah, and it's it's uh um man, shit I forgot what I was gonna say. But uh, we're talking about the police, the LAPD. Man. Oh yeah, yeah. And so it's. I think you and I talked about it the other day where, like, when I when I was growing up, one of my my dreams was to like go to the moon. Like, I I had every, like, the Mercury missions, the Gemini missions, the Apollo missions. I, I knew all the crew members. I knew the names of the ships. I knew the names of the land. I mean, ev- like the you still dates. Do. Still yeah. Do. <laughs> and so and and I just just when Apollo thirteen came out, I was just like, I can't believe they did this. This is amazing. I'm mean, you know, I was just.
0: You weren't born yet, right?
1: Uh, what? Oh, no, yeah, yeah. This, that was like, you know, 1969. So this I was like kind of dreaming about the past. Right, you know? right, right. And, and you'd always, one of the things I learned about the astronauts that was really helpful for my personal development as a child was you, I, I thought, and I still, and <laughs> my wife I'm sure will agree, that you have to be right all the time. And one of the things that when I catch myself kind of falling into that pattern is that, you know, it seems like people like that, they're all this kind of like brash military guys, whatever, and they're tough and they're right all the time. Right. And they get to this certain threshold where they're now secure. And then when you when you listen to these guys talk to each other whatever, totally open to suggestions, totally asking other people's opinions. Hey, what do you guys think about this? And blah, blah, blah. That's and good. it's just the ultimate sign yeah. of being absolutely Confidence. secure.
0: Because the reality is we don't know, right? No. Like the best doctors, all these you know neuroscience no. courses and all these things, like the heavy, heavy hitter guys, yeah. they are humble enough to say, that we right. think, yeah. but we don't know. Right. When he's talking to these doctors, like, oh, I know it all because I'm a doctor. Right. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah. And right. then if you question anything, like the same thing as a right. teacher, oh, yeah. how dare you question me, that. you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, like, that's why I always encourage everybody to ask the doctors questions. Right. Hey, do they, and then see how they respond, right? Yeah. Do they really understand yeah. or do they have my best interests? Is that yeah. really the best option for me to get surgery? That? <laughs> yeah. What's that? Did they just come up with that? Well, you know, it's like you ask well, them questions, ask them questions, you know? they're gonna if they're saying hey you need surgery you need to you know take some kind of medication ask ask questions yeah. like why do i need to take a medic and what does this do ask questions yeah. right
1: even something yeah. simple like when think we're on like, your like, own
0: right it goes back to yeah, all those right. those basic things that you know where it takes where you takes you right where you need, where you want to go
1: like even like kind of even on a really basic day-to-day thing like when we were looking to hire a, a doula for nancy when she you know, she's yeah. a, a new mom an eight month old at home congratulations and, uh, <laughs> she did most of the work um, but one of the, you said p- your job, man, we did this, you Good know, job. We, we invited her over, <laughs> <laughs> my, I did my part. um, and we invited her over for an interview and, and you know, she was new, she, she'd done like maybe one or two births, yeah. so very new relatively. Yeah. And so we're, I was kind of on the fence about, you know, at least in my vote, obviously Nancy had the Trump vote, but, um, you know, fr- in terms of convincing me, are you the right person? You know, I was like, you know, okay, you've done this maybe twice or something like that. Um. Let's say something comes up and you don't know what the answer is. What are you going to do? And she's like, well, I have, a, I have a Facebook group that has all the duels, and I would go on there and ask. And it's like as soon as she said, if mm. I don't know something, I'm going to go ask people who do know about it. I was like, she's hired as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, yeah.
0: That's it, right? You know. She has the right mindset. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which is the most, um, going back to the original question, right? Yeah. What so makes people successful or not successful?
1: Yeah. So just flexibility nice. and adaptability, which is, a as Nancy will tell you, is a, f- is a battle for me every day. No,
0: but I mean, even jujitsu, right? It's like, it's probably, you know, like I think you, st- you know, you changing up your mindset. I yeah. want to be a guard passer. Yeah. yeah, I'm comfortable in the guard, but I want to, yeah. I need to co- get comfortable in the uncomfortable yeah, it, it and it even just probably yeah. training jujitsu and like being consistent with yeah. it. You know, that's like the warrior mindset.
1: Yeah. It beats the truth into you yeah. and, <laughs> you know, but it, it builds it a emotion. habit of like how yeah.
0: for life, right? Yeah. To live your life the right yeah, way.
1: It, it's uh, it forces honesty upon you, whether you want it or not. And the days you don't want to go are the days you must go. Yeah, and that's it. And, uh, uh, that's also it also teaches you to take a break. You know, I worked so hard to get. You know, like you know, you, you know, I got my black belt from you. Maybe six months, I, nine, month, nine months, nine months. But it's an hour in June.
0: Like He's
1: basically as old. The belt is as old as the baby. So eight months. Eight months. And that's interesting. Yeah, and so and even after that. Joel, you know, I told you at first, you're not going to see me for a month. You know, I think I waited a week, but even just working. <laughs> that was funny. Working, yeah. Like you I was saw like, I, I kind of like, I was yeah. like, I, yeah, yeah. it was
0: like a nod, like a respect <laughs> nod. Like, yeah, yeah I'm going to take a break. Yeah. I, you know, people say, yeah, I don't do it for the belts, but I did it for yeah. the belts. Yeah. yeah. And then you're like, I'm going to probably take a break. You, you told me you know, one-on-one, you're yeah. like, I'm probably going to take a break, you know? And then I see you like the next you know, f- few yeah. days. It was well, like even, the next week,
1: even a week, you know, you, but it also forces you to like, Hey, my body's rebelling again yeah yeah for know, sure and I had so at least I did a week you know yeah. I couldn't I couldn't stay away for longer yeah. but that's another thing I, I don't know if you have any history on this because you what year did you start
0: um 90 94 okay so you started 1994 like six
1: years. but we're both kind of old schoolish I'm a weird old school in the sense that I took 10 years off yeah so missing a bunch yeah. but I saw so I, I kinda was all in the old de- the old days yeah I was all in as well for that for that period of time but um one of the things shoot what was the thing I was just gonna ask what we just talking about Oh my gosh. (laughs) Uh, Oh yeah, the belts, the belts. belts, Uh Why? Okay. Because I said, I, you know, I said when I was giving my little speech thing or whatever, that like, I cared deeply about that. Like that was something I've been looking forward to. I remember when I was, uh, when I would first started Machado, there was a black belt hanging there and I was a white belt and I was back there with my little friends we're little high school kids, whatever. And I was like, well, that looks cool. I just want to see what it looks like. I take this guy's belt off the thing and I put it on well, the owner of the belt walks into the locker room, and that was not, yeah, th- <laughs> never did it again, you know. But um, why do you think that people on one hand say, oh, no, 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 I don't care about the belts. I don't care, and as soon as they get whatever belt, they're crying "Oh, Facebook. Oh, I just want to thank everybody. Whatever. So why do you think people say in commerce, in my opinion, lie, or at least they're not honest to themselves, Maybe Why do you think people say, oh, oh, I don't care about belts, but then when they get one, they're super thrilled. Why can't they just accept that, like, yeah, it means something to me?
0: Oh, for sure. It means, yeah, for sure. You know, I think from my perspective, after doing it all these years, like the belt, it's not about the belt, right? It's not about oh, I want to get my black belt in two years. I want to get, <laughs> you know, it's <laughs> easy to say that, that, you know, yesterday. I want to get my black belt. Yeah, yeah. somebody wanted the this black belt called. in two, years. E- like, can I do it in two years? Yeah, it's if like, I if I train <laughs> three hours privately and for you know, and uh, but it's not about that, right? It's about the journey, yeah. Because it's in that journey of changing your mindset and the processes, like, hey, instead of. Have a good guard, but I wanna. I need to get my top game better, and yeah. just like that's the process, right? That's the real like gold medal. That's the real black belt, right? Yeah. It's the journey. It's the 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 chase, yeah. whatever you want to call it, yeah. you know. But it's the journey, and so I think I think that should be that's well. That's the focus. That's the uh, if you if I see that, you know, when I when I see that, yeah. that like people got that, you know, then I'm like, well, that guy, that guy, he's got it, you know. And I have I talked to everybody too, like. Like everybody that was, yeah. like, <laughs> got their black belt yeah. They have like a little Nancy, interview, you know, I and that that I talk so to. Everybody. I think. I think. <laughs> <laughs> why would he ask me like about black
1: belt if he's not gonna give it to me unless he's just a total dick? Like, you
0: know. <laughs> yeah, I talk to everybody, and you know for yeah. sure, like you know, like you, you know, because you want to sure, see cause where they're at, and yeah. Yeah. and and yeah. Yeah. they understand, you know, Check on a deeper level. It's yeah, a, it's
1: a it's a you know I explain it to my parents again. They don't know anything about it, so they're like, wait, why are they waiting so long? Why the blah blah? Because you're you're good and you're, you know, because I tell them about like what, you know, what my life is like. And so, so you know, but going back to your question, you know, um, going back
0: to your question, I think for me, that's what I try to instill. You know, that's why like the stripes and stuff, we don't like, you know, some people don't don't get any stripes, you know, at all, you know? Um, So I I try to instill that, you know, and that's why like, oh, if you come in for two months, you get a stripe. If you come in for three months, it's entitled to me because I'm paying like, no, like that's not the type of place where we are, you know? Mm Um, and I think, I think it's, it's working, you know, um, for sure you need to be organized and things like that and be present and all that. But, uh, I think it's kind of ingrained and that's the culture that we have. Mm -hmm. So because of that culture that we have, that's the mindset that people have. And so it's not about the belts. It's about, you know, showing up, having the the growth mindset, doing all the right things. And so I think, you know, but it does mean so much because it's, it's a, it's a acknowledgement of their hard work of yeah. their being a champion of being a warrior, you know, never giving up coming in on the days that you yeah. know, feel like coming in, yeah. passing the guard when you want to be in the guard, you know, challenging yourself and being, you know, being, being, being that warrior, being that, being that champion, you know, yeah. and that carries over into every single thing. And of course, like, you know, I don't know if you know it's different for everybody, right? But like you have all these like it's so emotional. You know you think about all these memories and yeah. things that happened probably in that in those years of you right. training. Like you know your baby be, baby getting yeah. married. Little like landmarks. all just all these yeah landmarks. Oh, I was a so like was purple belt at that time. Yeah you know, yeah, like that. yeah yeah. So and <laughs> that so that's the yeah. constant, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's the constant that's been yeah, there. That's true. You know yeah. uh, shoulder injuries and like oh, yeah. I wish I would have they kept going and come back. Nobody told me about you know just all these different things. You know and so so it's just it's like acknowledgement like. I I did it, you know, and I'm, I'm, I am like, I am champion. I am like, I am a warrior. I can do anything I put my mind to, because yeah. it's not easy, you know, yeah. <laughs> to get your block. That,
1: even, that's what I'm thinking. Like the other and, and
0: and and to be honest, like man, maybe like the how I, you know, I can change my mind, you know, yeah. that day, you know, that's yeah. like people. Oh, well, not for sure, you know.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah. Because in a lot of that's I mean, how I feel. That, that get it, get it makes it like organic. It makes it real. Yeah
1: just kind of empathizing with these, obviously, you know, you you need your two degrees or more to give and whatever. And I have a lot of time before that happens, but kind of putting myself in your shoes the best I can. It's like, I would be so hesitant to, like, obviously I've been doing this long enough to respect the belts, even when I'm giving up my blue belts and purple belts and stuff like that, but, or even stripes to a white belt or whatever. I really put a lot of consideration into it, but I can't imagine how much different it is with you because when you, for example, if a black belt goes out into the world, no one's, g- and you say, you say I moved to Africa or something like this. Oh, no one's going to say who gave you a blue belt. You know, no one, no one cares. It's always who gave you your black belt because now when you give something like that, that person, you're essentially in a, in a weird sense, married to that person for the rest of your life. Cause now this person, whether you stay together or you're, you're still, you know, good friends or you get along or whatever the ra- relationship is, you're stuck with the person you gave it to cause you can't take it back mm. once you've given it to them right is that kind of how you feel like you kind of feel like this is very serious you know
0: yes this yes person represents you know but you. uh um there's there's uh maybe some like relationships and you just kinda i think it's about the relationship right like like even this whole constant and the and you should always i don't know, for me i'm just it's the relationship is really important you know, mm-hmm. and it makes it special and it makes you also live that example if you had a good mentor or a good you know good um you know, experience, I guess, you know, the right experience. Um, I think, I think, uh, I think, I don't know, like, you're asking me if, like, if you went to their black belt, we're married forever. I don't have to be married, you know. I can be like, ah, screw that guy, you know. He's, you know, for whatever reason, I changed my mind, you know. Not that I didn't give him his black belt that day, but, you know, I don't know. He tricked me, you know. Yeah, yeah. You know, but overall, like, it hasn't, you know, it hasn't happened. Like, I don't feel like that about anybody. So, because
1: that person's now in the world and is going to be saying for the rest of his or her life, "Where'd you get your black? Oh, I got it from Alberto, You know, and so yeah. And now, if that person goes out and be, you know, is becomes a d bag, it's like, oh well, why did you? You know, so now your name yeah. is tarnished.
0: Yeah, I to mean, we have time. so many, b- I have so many black belts now. Like, yeah. it kind w- of thins it up. Do you know I know he had like thirty in New Mexico, so it's growing for sure. Yeah. And yeah. I remember like thinking, like, oh, I want to have a hundred like black belts that I've personally like yeah. trained, that yeah. I have relationships yeah. with, and that doesn't mean necessarily, like, from white belt to black belt. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's definitely like it's getting up there, you know? That's crazy. And yes. we're growing, you know, yeah. and, and, and we're that doing it, cool. you know? Uh, one,
1: day. Uh, one day. Yeah. Maybe, maybe I will. <laughs> one thing Nancy will never accept from me is any belt or any stripe at all. Which is another reason why any I like Any stripe her. or any yeah, belt? Yeah, she will She will not train with me. She doesn't take my classes anymore. She oh, no I see. But tacfit, tacfit, fit Nancy, yeah. fit. But it'd be so easy for her to do that. And there's nothing wrong with a husband or what, you know, if, sh- if she were the black belt, and there's nothing wrong with me getting my stripes from her or vice versa mm. or whatever, but it's just, I just if you, i never know if it's true or not. If you no, want to understand Nancy, I think that's the best <laughs> thing to say is that is that her husband's a black belt and she'll never accept a promotion from him. Mm know i that's like that's nancy in a nutshell <laughs> <laughs> pros and cons
0: <laughs> you know give her give her a stripe for dinner <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> good
1: yeah. job honey yeah, oh
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah. that's yeah. what it would feel like to me yeah. you know like oh <laughs> honey
1: yeah. and it's like no <laughs> then there's this <just> like <laughs> weird power, like power dynamic because then she like wants this promotion for me but she's also like that's strange you, huh? yeah yeah you know
2: no, well she like so so th- yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, uh, <laughs>
0: I just wanted to ask about the you know, legacy Boyle Heights, you yeah. know, you guys opening up that gym kind of went all over the place But kind of going back to that, Clear you timing. know um, You know you did the you know, it was, it was club Los Angeles you guys changed you were changing the name to you know uh, Legacy Boyle Heights, you know mm-hmm. because that's the that's oh the yeah. name of the be proud right yeah, where yeah. you're from and represent and um, um, Why Boyle Heights? Why did why did why why that
1: area? We both have different answers. Do you yeah. want to go first? Or do you want me to go first?
2: Um. Well, I th- I think in general, I mean, we lived across the street, basically. Gotcha. That was the first thing, and then on top of that, Brian, you know, was at Ball Heights and Mendez, and I. The high school. Uh, mm-hmm. Basically, grew up there. You know, I not grew up, but eighteen, nineteen, twenty. You know, I kind of got my experience um, through some of the schools there in mm-hmm. Compton. Like opening up a jiu-jitsu school, um, I figured it would be the best place to, to attempt to beautify what it would be like for you to come and experience a martial art, you know, in Boyle mm-hmm. Heights, um, and for the people, of Boyle yeah, heights, you know, they don't have maybe that opportunity, right? Yeah, exactly, and that was that was our goal from the beginning, you know, like let's be in a place where where we're not expected to be. District downtown and lights mm. and uh, attempting to merge these these communities that yeah. they would have never right uh, been in the same room let alone sitting on top of one another and helping one another and yeah. that was a, our main thing you know and it was gentrification anti gentrification was hot during that mm. time and you know there was some fear but you know again we felt like we had been there
1: you know, we, when we we had were been younger, participating in the community enough to where we there, felt for confidence
0: right. yeah right. Yeah. Was f- felt that felt right. Was
1: my yeah, yeah, yeah you, know, that was my you know, I think Nancy worked in, in the neighborhood a little bit and similar neighborhoods, and she's kind of part of that culture. And then, you know, I think I got some sweat equity into the culture mm-hmm. just by, you know, like I just uh, imagine. Yeah, I imagine yeah. in my my head of, you know, if, if the people came and said, hey, you know, what are you doing as a white guy owning a business here? She's like, I put in my time. I, I sent kids from from y- this neighborhood, right? I can point across the street. I sent a kid over there to college you know and what i mean yeah. yeah and the my students, students came, came and oh, actually nice. one of that's them awesome. cindy uh, trained with you today oh wow um yeah. you'll, you'll know if you saw her um, that's but she was w- she was one of be my be high school students and so she came here by herself. cindy
0: cindy a uh, blue belt yeah. Yeah. oh okay. i, I, I saw one of my that oh no way that's it that's beautiful man yeah. Yeah. that's amazing
1: she's changed her life around
0: my mom my mom had you know she's high school she's uh all grades you know i'll make you to high school so it's I nice it's yeah. beautiful yeah. I, I really uh yeah. value that and respect that and a I lot i just
1: liked the i l- you know uh, not only did i spend a lot of time there but it shows I
0: you like you're you're a, r- a really good teacher and you really care you know
1: yeah i mean i did my best yeah and and again i think that's another to thing have to see
0: that you know mm-hmm. after yeah.
1: exactly. like pe- when people shy away from saying you're
0: like, not oh, just, 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 just like you know just, oh, it's a paycheck or you know yeah. whatever you and about. that's why you walked away right
1: yeah you know and i think just as people shy away from and this is another weird phenomenon maybe you've seen it or you feel notice the same thing, but like, just like people say, you know, like, Oh, I don't care about bells, but they're really happy when they get it. People also don't want to say they tried hard. Like I did a really good job, not because I'm talented, but because I tried really hard, Yeah. you know, and people don't want to say they tried hard at something. Like, why don't you want to say you tried hard, <laughs> you know? But, um, I always like, I think when growing up, I always craved the authenticity that I think maybe my hometown felt like it was lacking. It's kind of like real housewives of orange County kind of mm. vibe sometimes. And I just loved the, the, the people who live in, in that community Are exactly how they present themselves you know what I mean and and I remember one of the things with with I think one of the things that also separated Nancy until I was a brown belt I was never really had any success in competition Um, and and I think and then I would look at Nancy my wife and and she had a lot of success in competition in my opinion and and I was like and I would see her and just be like she just wants to win and then it started to click with me like I've never, I, ha- I fought hard to get good grades. I fought hard to get in college, blah, blah, blah. But I never had to fight for my, like, my life or my well-being. Because her, you know, she had it hard growing up. And, um, and you can see that out there. And the, and the people who come in from our neighborhood are not wimps. <laughs> you know what I mean? The people in Boyle Heights are a strong group of people mm-hmm. who have to, sometimes life is day to day. And and uh, when life is day to day, you heard of a you Dan, Dan, know how to Dan, Dan
0: Pena? You know who he is. He's like a kind of a s- um, s- uh, sel- uh, like a self help kind of person, you know. But he's a real you know deal, and he's from the hood, you know. Obviously, he was called the fifty billion dollar man. And now he's like the trillion dollar man. He has a castle in the UK, <laughs> <That's> and <laughs> guess where he's from? That was like kind of my omen, you know, huh. for like Bo- yeah. Boyle Heights. Oh really? Up in the hood, and he was like going down the wrong path. You, then he <laughs> went to military. His dad was a police, you know, it's, just, it's a really cool story, you yeah. know. Yeah.
1: Will I am is from there. There, there you go. Will I am, from There There you go. There you go. Yeah. 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 yeah so, you just, I just, li- I, I think that was one of the things that I think watching Nancy kind of, and I learned from a couple other people is like, I thought that to win in a competition or to win in a match, mm. you had to know more. Mm. I know more than you, and so I'm going to win, and then you know more than me, and so you're going to win. Mm-hmm. And it's well, like, I am, huh? Yeah. You That's know, cool. and, but it's, it's funny, like, it, you, you have to really want to win. Yeah. And I didn't get that until, like, two years ago. Mm. You know, and it sounds silly, but you have to really want it. And then not only that, but you have to have a very small game. You watch the best people, they do three things. Do they know how to do everything else? Could, could Hodger Gracie bear and bowl you? Of course he could. Is he going to? There's no way. If there's a medal on the line, he's going he's gonna to pull guard. Mm. He's going to let you get a knee up. He's going to sweep you over. He's going to pass him out, and he's going to strangle you. Can he do everything else? Of course he can. You never see him do it, though. You know, and so understanding what it takes, and I think also spending time with you has also helped me with that, of understanding what it takes to, to win something is just kind of a little bit of more single-mindedness. And a determination, and so yeah, you're learning all the time. Yeah, it's
0: really cool. Well, I uh, thank you, Professor Brian, yes, thank Nancy. You, for us. you know, great hanging out and talking to you guys, and uh, really excited about uh, Legacy Boyle Heights yeah. and continued, continuing and growing and and um, just making everything better, you know, and making a difference, right? Making a difference That's at the, the at the end of the That's day, the you know, <laughs> yeah. and uh, making the world a little bit better. Crazy, crazy COVID yes. situations yes. and, yes. you know, political stuff right. mm-hmm. going on. It's, it's 1968
1: uh, all over again, but we're also going back into space. You know, so we went to space, you know, right? We went back so to space. Yeah. It's
0: a uh, You know, yeah. one, it's, it's funny, right? Day. We have yeah. a guy that works for SpaceX, you know, and right. uh, they'd never shut. Right. They never stopped. Right, right. And, you know, it's in Hawthorne, right? Mm-hmm. It's the, the, the SpaceX here. Yeah. So they never stopped. Yeah. You know, they were working. right? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Consequences be damned. What's that? <laughs> well, they had a,
0: a, a, I guess, an outbreak in the Texas uh, oh, right. thing. Right, right, well, yeah. they never shut it down. They, okay. they just like, you know, quarantine whoever had to quarantine, and then the guys tested, you know, because they, go, they go back and forth, right? Mm. But they just kept moving forward, you know. Yeah. It's too important, but right? Yeah. It's too yeah. important right. not to. Right. <laughs> and they, you know, that's why you know, uh, Elon Musk is really outspoken right against the closures of his yeah. Tesla plant and up north and stuff
1: times our baby's going to be a quarantine baby (laughs) right what was it it like in the before times (laughs) oh my god We got to spend
0: a lot of time right together so uh, that's cool
1: i got i got to see him crawl man i keep on telling people if this is the 50s and she's at home wearing high heels and a dress and i am off at the (laughs) office coming home i wouldn't know anything about my kid right right. you know the the, i took a month and a half there's always silver silver lining yeah you know we have a new baby and so we we took the cautious route and shut down the gym for you know two months or something. Oh, we, like all had to, we all had to, yeah. we didn't yeah. know, right? We didn't yeah, know. Yeah. You know, you have to make sure you feel comfortable before you do something. Protect the, the community. Yeah, And yeah, exactly. And so, um, yeah, I got to see him do these things. I never would have yeah. gotten him to see. So it's really been, um,
0: that's really really cool. Nice. Anyway.
1: nice. Yeah, thanks for having us, really, really good time. How
0: can people find out about uh, Legacy Boyle Heights? Hopefully there'll be a link on LegacyBGJ. Yeah. Dot com soon. Yeah, we'll link up. Um, we're moving everything forward to July 1st.
1: Okay. So Maybe we'll maybe we'll post uh, something on Instagram or you know or we'll, sure we'll we'll make sure legacy boy
0: heights maybe, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm.
1: yeah. <laughs>
0: cool. Thank you guys. All right, thank, thank you. you. Thank yeah. You.